How many times have you said to your child or children, pay attention to your teacher during live lessons? Did it feel like you said, do your work one too many times today? On this episode of My Spectrum Life Podcast, we're going to talk about how to keep your kids engaged during virtual learning. Welcome to My Spectrum Life Podcast. My name is Jessica. I'm an autism mom who turned to virtual learning for both my children, actually, even before the pandemic. Uh, with me is my good friend, Kelsey, a registered behavior technician and a special education teacher, wait for it, who has become a virtual special education teacher. Yes, it's virtual. <laughs> yeah. Now, Kelsey has another special uh qualification that um, helps us both know exactly how to talk about the subject today. Um, She actually helped me figure out uh, virtual learning again. Uh, I say again, because uh, we kind of had a virtual learning, then back to brick and mortar, and then we went back to virtual learning um, during my son's fifth grade year. And math was wow. That was our subject, wasn't it? <laughs> it was a struggle. It was a struggle. But we made it. We made it. So we've been talking and we thought we would talk about some ways to keep kids engaged during the virtual learning. Some some things that we had to play. It was more of a trial and error thing, wasn't it? Correct. Um, there was a lot of things that we went through trying to figure out what's been best. And and now I'm re-going through again because of a new year and I've added my daughter into the mix. Um, now she is, Curtis is on the spectrum, but my daughter Nikki is not. So we've got two different, a whole different, uh, I guess, res- yeah, dynamics. That's the word. That's the word. So the first one we came up with as much as we hate to say it, is to make sure and have a routine or a schedule, but be sure and break it up into segments. Um, What we mean by that is things like your morning routine or a chore list or an afternoon routine, um, a nighttime routine, uh, your school routine, uh, because those segments kind of, I don't know, if if you line it the whole thing out, it'll be overwhelming, but if we break it up into segments, I mean, that seemed to work better for, for Curtis when we were doing that. Um, and we also, uh, let's see, we also did, we posted those, uh, routines for visual cues, uh, because that helps them a lot to be able to see some of those things up. Um, Okay. How does that play into actual school transferring to virtual school? It works for all kids. Um, because if you think about it, schools are based on schedules. Um, meaning, so if you put this kid on a schedule, like a personal mm-hmm. schedule, 
they're going to follow it to a T. They're not right. going to ask the teacher, wait, am I supposed to be here? Am I supposed to be there? They know exactly what is asked of them <laughs> and what their expectations are, at least as long as it goes for scheduling. And so you take almost a worry away from them, um, anxiety yeah, away from them when they know their schedule and they won't mm -hmm. be filled with other stuff. And so they are ready to sit down for school and yeah. more engage. Yeah. And well, when I guess one of the things that you have to say is if they're very, very specific on time, Curtis is doing this to me again. Don't put your times down. <gasps> no. Do not put your times down. Nope. <laughs> if they're like one that likes to watch the clock right now, he's been telling me, well, it's I'll go over my my hours that I'm supposed to log for school. So I have to be done at such and such a time. It's like, no. No. We're done when you get your lessons done. <laughs> so uh, that's something. And oh, goodness, uh, as much as we hate to admit it, the kiddos, they they thrive on schedules and routines. They do. Um, and I think we as adults do as well. Um, if it gets thrown off, we can have quite a day. <laughs> um, sorry about that. My dog's going nuts in the background. Uh, the biggest thing I learned when we were doing this back and forth is these routines are not set in stone. Correct. Even if I laminated it. <laughs> but laminating um, everything puts it in stone. Come on. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, it, and we started a new routine today. Uh, we got up and started, went on a walk to get some PE in because it's really hot in the middle of the day. And so we wanted to get going early. That was rough getting the kiddos out of bed. We didn't quite make it up to the schoolroom at the time I wanted to, the way I want things to go. But we made a step in the right direction. So always think of, okay, we made a step in the right direction. It's not a total loss. So the question we have for you tonight is, I'll let you read that, Kelsey. Bum, bum, bum. Do you have a schedule or routine yet? We would love to know if you have one of those yet. Um, go ahead and uh, let us know if you do in the in the chat. Uh, we'd love to know. Um, the next thing that we we were thinking about was sensory breaks. Correct. Okay, so what exactly is that sensory break there, Kelsey? It's anything that gives you a sensory input. So meaning like for those who need hugs, they want mm -hmm. that pressure um, or maybe in a swing, they want to feel that motion. It's mm -hmm. anything that gives that body one of those five senses input. All right, all right. So there's, there's two little things on this slide that we want you to take note of. One of them is that little, um, the timer. Make sure you have a timer, <laughs> use a timer for these, or they will stay in that sensory break forever. Exactly. <laughs> we, we experienced that one too many times with our kiddos. Um, also, you can always ask your OT for advice um, for different ideas of what to do to give that input. My OT, I've asked them and they've given me lists um, a couple of different times. Uh, and if you get that list and you feel like you've exhausted it, there is a book that I have found that has been great. It's called The Out of Sync Child Has Fun. Um, it is by, well, you have it right there. It is by the lady who wrote The Out of Sync Child, uh, Carol Krenowitz. And so the book is just filled 
with different activities and it actually lists which different um, sense of the sensory, you know, the senses that you're dealing with that your child may have the problems with. It lists which ones that what activity will help with. So you can tailor each of these activities to your child's needs. And one of the things that I found there too is that there are some of these, there's a lot of these activities that hit more than one of those sensory areas. So it was a life send, but I do recommend that I think it was, there was one in here that has, um, if it has something like flower or something like that in it, do it outside. Yes. <laughs> so much better if you do it outside <laughs> and have a hose handy. We tried that once and it did not go well. <laughs> so it was a little crazy that day. They had fun. It was okay that we got, uh, we got to get wet that day too. Um, but Hey, you know, it, it fulfilled that sensory input and it calmed my kiddo down. It was good. So we want to ask y'all what kind of sensory activities do you already do with your kiddos? Do you have any special ones that you do in the classroom already? Um, when they were face to face. Yes. Mm -hmm. We, I, no, actually, I still even do it virtually. Um, so I put music on the background and mm -hmm. then they do dances based on the facts that I call out. So it's a way, it's a quick way to check if they're doing it. Like, mm -hmm. for example, let's say we're learning up presidents and I have a beat going. I was like, all right, guys, you're going to do the chicken dance if you hear a fact about Abraham Lincoln or you're going to... Um, you can't see me dance if you are here a fact about George Washington and I will okay. call out a fact and they will turn around, they dance in their move, but they're getting that sensory input, mm -hmm. but they're also engaged in what I'm doing and they're not just sitting like down yeah. and not, they're getting that sensory input. Um, another one that was a big one face to face um, mm -hmm. was we would go outside. We'd go yeah. take a lap and walk a lap and every lap they would, I would give them a new problem to figure out in their head and they would have to sit there and figure it out as they're walking. So not nice. only are they getting the walking input, they're also learning how to think metacognitively about different right. problems. Ah, see, there's more than one way. Well, okay, we won't go there. Um, but there's a lot of different ways to get some sensory input in um, and yes. to help with that learning. Yes. Um, the next thing we were thinking of was brain breaks. So yes. take those brain breaks. Uh, what is a brain break, you may ask? It is giving your brain a complete break. So it's definitely different from a sensory input. Um, okay. A lot of times brain breaks can bleed into the sensory input, um, but sensory input mm -hmm. is more for that sensory. Brain break means you are not using your brain at all. You're finding right. that relaxing just I'm zoning out was what mm -hmm. I call it. Your zone out moment instead of brain break. Right, right. Well, I know that sometimes with the brain breaks, they used them in elementary school. Um, one of the things they used was uh, gonoodle.com. Um, that is, and it's actually a free site that you can yes. get goofy little songs that they jump up. I mean, they are the silliest things. <laughs> I love it. Um, but they're all jumping up and down and, you know, doing nothing. And they're just, you know, playing around and it kind of gets them going. Um, I do know that, you know, sometimes I've done those things. Okay. You know, since Curtis is 12 now, he's so mature and 
he looks at me and says, oh, those things are too babyish. So, you know, it's one of those things where sometimes I, <laughs> I know I look at him and I say, um, okay, well, uh, it's a brain break or you can do math facts <laughs> and he will choose a brain break, brain break. every time, Yep, <laughs> every time. This is also a time when you need that timer. <laughs> Correct. Because, um, some of the time Curtis's brain breaks would like right now we don't have his sensory swing up or his hammock or anything. So he has this little room under the stairs of an, a loft bed that we built. So I'll just tell him, go into that little room. And if I, the timer is actually just as much for me as it is for him, because I'll start doing something and I'll forget how long it's been. So I have to set that timer to remind myself, okay, got to get him back to work, but it also helps him to uh, come back uh, when he's supposed to. So we don't, you know, totally miss up all the lessons for the day. So, so Jess, so you're saying brain breaks are away from the computer. Like you shut down the computer and you go away from the laptop. I I try to, unless we do a goofy song, like go noodle, because their backgrounds and stuff like that are so wild and crazy that it's so imaginative. So you're, it doesn't, it's not going to really engage the brain that much other than that they're flopping around and doing some right. stuff. But I mean, the, but I do kind of like getting them away from the computer and not looking at that. Um, I have had to use those, um, my blue light clip-ons for my glasses. <laughs> um, and I see a lot of people having to use them more and there's some cheap ones out there to use. So even doing some little things to get them away from the computer is a good thing. Um, there is, oh, there is links to various different things um, in these. Derek was making some motions about stuff uh, in the in our description. Um, one of the things you can do is search the internet for Google Brain Breaks, and you'll get some things to pop up. I know the Teachers Pay Teacher Store is a great place to look for stuff. Um, actually messaged one of the ladies that I downloaded her file for brain breaks. Um, it was called brain break bubbles and, uh, it's Lisa Taylor teaching the stars TPT store. And I love that thing. It's, and she's hers are little bubbles and it has different little ideas to do. It's more like, um, it's not looking at the computer. It's completely away from a screen. So there's some great, uh, great. What's the word resources. That's it. That you can find. So we have a question for you. Go ahead. Oh, sorry. My computer's lagging. Oh, um, yes. Have you ever heard of brain breaks before? I hadn't heard of brain breaks until, gosh, I, probably a couple of years ago. What about you? You That's probably something you'd heard of for a while. Yes. Ever since Being I started in the field college. Of- right. Yeah. Yeah, I wish they would have taught or told us to do that when I was in college. <laughs> well, the thing is, if you take brain breaks and sensory breaks when their child, mm-hmm. when your child is going to have to sign back in, it allows their body to pay attention because all their wiggles are out. Your body, mm-hmm. your brain is refreshed. So that's the reason why we're actually bringing in sensory breaks and brain breaks, even though you're not in the live session at that time. Mm-hmm. It allows them to, again, as I said, 
allows their body just to deflect and able to, when they're ready to go to sit down for class, they're ready. Right. And actually right. ready. You'll see their body not tense. You're going to see them really engaged because I'm going to focus on this and not something else that my body technically needs. Right. Well, and, and these tips are actually, now that I think of it, these are some of the things that I would use for <laughs> um, my daughter as well. All ages of kids. This is not just, you know, kids on the spectrum. Right. But pretty much you can do it with, even if you have just one child on the spectrum and you have two or others at home, you could do it with all of them or just your younger kids right. can definitely use some of these things. Um, now we all, uh, the next thing, so this would be number four, we thought about fidgets yes. and then we thought about simple fidgets because, well, there's some fidgets that you don't want to be using during class. <laughs> So we thought we said simple, and then I kind of came up with this silly little cross stick. Hey, it works. Um, so simple meaning shh, it's quiet. <laughs> um, this actually is a great one. It just has a marble that goes across in here, and the kid can just sit here like this, and you don't hear anything. So it's great. Um, try not to use anything. I for it's not a projectile. <laughs> there, there are ones that like there is this this one that my kids have that is it's great, but I don't like them to use it in front of the TV or the TV in front of the computer because it's like a long tube that you stretch, and if you don't have a good hand on that, it could thunk and break the monitor or something. So, yeah, make sure it's not a projectile. <laughs> um, M for manipulation doesn't use the full attention of the kid. So this does not use my full attention, but it does keep my hands busy. Um, some of the clickers aren't very loud, so you could use that. Um, I know squishies are another one. Uh, just make sure it's not like a little ball like this that can be tossed um, at a sibling right next door. Um, <laughs> to see that happening yeah i mean you've she knows my kids she knows that would happen <laughs> totally um there's other ones that you can just bend that have actual um it's not necessarily a gear but it's like a hinge right um those are great uh p prepares the mind for input uh, you had a story that you were telling me about one of your kiddos and something they were doing that was helping them to correct um um, so I have a kiddo um, who cuts paper, um, which is okay, but he pays attention. Like he stands up and he's cutting paper, but he is full on and is a complete different kid from whenever he's not cutting paper or moving his hands around. So even just cutting paper off to the side just to pay attention is a mm -hmm. real good source too. Mm -hmm. yeah. And I mean... You don't have to, I did put on the, the M that it doesn't, the manipulation doesn't take full attention from the screen. Um, some of what you're doing can have them look down every once in a while. And that's totally fine because teachers also know, like, you know, that uh, kiddos are not going to pay attention to the screen, but if you need them to look up, you can always say, look up. Yeah. So, 
And okay, so the last one is E. Everyone is not the same. So it's going to be a different fidget for each child. So let them use whichever one is going to make them happy. Even for that day, it changes. It changes from mm-hmm. period to period sometimes. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, that's why I carry a bag of fidgets um, when I remember to. I haven't been lately. And I really, I mean, okay, let me rephrase that. I carry, I usually carry a bag of fidgets when we're leaving the house. There we go. haven't been leaving the house lately. So <laughs> there's that. Um, so what are some of your fa- your favorite simple fidgets? Do you have a favorite, Kelsey? Yeah, I'm actually holding them. Oh, and it's a little one that you can play around with the fingers. I actually play with him during my podcast a lot. <laughs> but yes, it's my little fidget toy. It's yeah, it just kind of keeps my hands engaged. Um, but I'm not, uh, I, I get nervous, but not as bad, I guess, anymore. I'm kind of getting a little bit used to this, but you know, so um, drop us a comment and let us know what your favorite fidgets are, um, or the, fa- the fidget that you cannot leave the house without. Um, I know when Curtis was younger, if we didn't have Thomas the Train, we were in trouble. <laughs> Some days, if we didn't have Stitch, we were in trouble. Now we make sure the fidgets are small enough to put in the pocket. Um, And there are days that he likes to take his little Godzilla action figure with him, which is fine up until we get to a place where we can't have it. And he has to be okay with that. So um, now this, I think, is your favorite one, right? Yes. I'll let you go for it, girl. Um, First and foremost, the last one, make sure your kid gets up for movement. Um, go outside, go get some of that vitamin D, go outside, go swing, go take a walk like Jess has been implementing because scientifically what it does is it releases endorphins, Mm -hmm. um, which is your good, like it makes you feel happy. Um, genes, I guess, genes, hormones, they're called endorphins, but, um, so the more your kid moves, the happier they're going to be. Um, it just kind of releases that. Um, and then states do have PE requirements, meaning so this you could go on to the state PE websites and you can get some really cool ideas mm-hmm. um, to go outside, go move around. Um, I remember to help Curtis study his spelling words, we would right. write it in chalk, go do an obstacle course, come back and write another spelling word, go back. And he was just yeah. having so much fun because he was moving. He was remembering a lot more. Um, mm-hmm. and he was having a blast. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I keep forgetting to do that even now because, um, he doesn't have as many spelling words, but I'm going to have to start doing that with math facts with the kiddos. Math facts. Yep. Um, math facts. maybe they'll have to play tag or something. Uh, and we'll, we'll figure something there out. There you go. Um, tag, freeze tag. <laughs> yep. Um, any kind of flash card that you have your kids looking at, they can go run a lap or something red lines while they're doing flashcards and they're studying for their tests. So that's a great way. And don't forget to get movement yourself, parents and caregivers. Um, I can say, I will tell you without a shadow of a doubt, I'm bad at that. I will sit in my chair forever 
So I've got to get up and get moving, get my brain breaks and things like that in myself. Um, do you guys as teachers have a chance to do that? We do from 10, 15 to one. Very good. That's cool for your schedule. Now, I know that sometimes during the week or when the kids are in person with you, it may not be that way as much. Yeah. That's um, why I never said I'm one of the teachers who don't sit down, though. I'm one yeah. who's always moving. That's good. That's good. So I guess our next question for everybody is, how are you going to use some movement in your study this week? Uh, drop us a comment and let us know what you are going to try to do to incorporate movement into the study this week. I remember, you know, not all assignments have to be done sitting at the desk. Right. Uh, if your kiddo can handle the distractions of hearing um, some nature sounds, take them outside and let them do it on a table or somewhere outside. We used to allow, I think at least reading was about the only thing we could get away with. Yes. Uh, for Curtis was reading. We can't really do too much with that requires more concentration than that because uh, there's just too much going on outside. He he loves nature. My kiddo loves nature. He loves animals. And so he's always trying to talk to the animals. That's <laughs> um, cute uh, to a certain extent. Um, but, you know, if, if your kiddo is fine with just sitting outside and enjoys that, go ahead and let him, you know, take some lessons or worksheets outside and sit there with a clipboard and try to do them. All right. Yeah. Um, while you're pulling weeds or something. (laughs) I I only say that because I really need to do that myself. (laughs) I've got some overgrown flower beds. That's for sure. (laughs) Well, we want to hear from you this week. We want to know what is your favorite tip that we gave tonight? Uh, leave us a comment below in on this video or you can set, drop us an email at info at myspectrumlife.com uh, to let us know what your favorite tip was we'd love to hear from you guys um and where can people find us at kelsey they can find us at facebook and instagram at my spectrum life they can find us at twitter at my spectrum life with the number one we would love to hear from you guys. Uh, we love hearing from our viewers and any questions you guys might have. Uh, just drop us a line and let us know. And we would be very much happy to get back in touch with you and help you out as best as we can. Um, be sure and like and subscribe our YouTube channel. Uh, we're trying to build this up so we can further be out there in the community helping you guys. Um, and also, click on that bell icon if you want to get notifications from when our next videos are coming and we're doing Wednesday and Friday videos this week again I know my video this week is going to be about some of the routines and schedules that I use um have you figured out what yours is going to be or was it going to be a secret a surprise it's going to be a surprise oh so you're going to definitely I mean you want to come in uh pop in on Wednesday when my videos released my little segment about my routines and schedules that we use at my house and then be sure and view uh what kelsey has for us on friday (laughs) um we're trying to keep everybody uh, engaged in uh with us here on my spectrum life uh because we so much love to hear from our viewers and we just want to be a help uh to others who are on this spectrum life journey so always remember with a lot of faith love and um oh here it is simple simple fidget toys 
we can make it. Yes. <laughs> right. Goodbye, everyone.